Talks, a chat with Finance Malta, is the podcast series that gives you short, thoughtful and regular insights from leading experts of the financial services industry. I'm Vanessa MacDonald. Welcome. Welcome to another podcast in the series FinTalks from Finance Malta. I'm Vanessa MacDonald and with me today I have Michael Bianchi, who is the Sustainability Leader at Deloitte Malta. Michael, the topic you recommended for ESG and sustainability was where do you start? And I think that's a fantastic question. Where do you start? Um, ESG is no longer an option now. It's becoming quite a burning issue. Absolutely. First of all, thank you for having me. Um, what I wanted to start with really is the, the beginning of the landscape. So where does this all start from? So it actually starts from the Paris Agreement. So the European Union came together um, a few years ago and set certain clear targets that they wanted to reduce um, the, the warming temperatures of the planet um, by 1.5 degrees Celsius. So as a result of that, there's been a whole raft of legislation that the European Union is pushing out in an effort to curb the use of, of uh, fossil fuels in order to reduce, therefore, the temperatures that, that, um, that are warming the, the, our globe. Um, with that in mind, you then move on to the legislation that we now have. So we're now looking at the CSRD and the SFDR, which are the two main legislations which are coming into force. The financial reporting and also the, the, the corporate... Absolutely. So directive. you have on one end, you've got the, the corporate reporting um, directive, and that is coming into play uh, with effect from 1st of January 2024. Um, the idea behind the CSRD is that it is going to be first impacting the um, listed companies with more than 500 employees, and then it will escalate further to larger companies and then eventually SMEs. So the idea here is that the CSRD is going to be uh, is somewhat um, increasing its mandate over the span of the next three four years. Again, with the intention of making companies more. Taking on that responsibility of looking at their their carbon spend and seeing how to control that in order to again reduce um, that spend. Is there any hand holding available in Malta? Do we have anything already there? So, at the moment, the government is is in the process of looking through this legislation, of course, because it comes into effect in a few months' time. Um, and the Malta Financial Services Authority is the authority at the moment who is helping, um, when necessary, the listed entities um, in this, in, in sort of steering them in this, in this direction. Uh, in addition to that, of course, you've got a lot of professional firms who are uh, looking into this, studying the topic. Um, in fact, I was going to say, because I mean, you can't expect people to have experts there when this is such a new absolutely, field. Absolutely. So this is the interesting thing about all this is that it's not a landscape that has been tried and tested. This is all completely new, right? So we have a situation where um, uh, not only is, is the CSRD new, but even the concepts behind it, right? So um, if you think about the financial, think about your, your accounting practice within an organization, that, that accounting function has been around, it's got its, you know, its controls and all of that. Um, which, which is within the CSRD space now, companies are going to be required to collect a lot more information, which before they hadn't, they hadn't thought about, right? So you talk about uh, maybe the amount of miles your trucks are making, the amount of uh, 
flights your people are taking. So these are all, this is all data that is going to be required, right? Um, because you need to report on it. Um, there's another legislation out there, which is the SFDR, um, and that is looking more at the investor capital and how that investor capital is going to be deployed, right? So now you have this, you have this push and pull, at least. You have a, a counterweight balance where the SFDR, let me call them individuals or companies, are going to be needing information from the underlying companies who report under the CSRD so that they can see which is the more viable investment from a sustainable perspective. And this is actually now becoming quite an issue and it's being driven all the way down to consumer level now. People want to know if they're investing their money that it's going to be used in a, in a proper sustainable way. So Absolutely. the pressure is really building up. Absolutely. So, so if you look at the stakeholder engagement, for example, in, in, in this space, um, it's, it's important to see that there is there are a lot of changes when it comes to your investors. So are the investors just after the, the profit and the bottom line? And the answer to that is the needle is move is changing. So the needle is changing to a perspective of purpose. So individuals or investors want to invest in companies that more than just making profit, right? Which is, that was the mantra for many, many years. It's now shifted slightly to be, yes, we want return on, on our investment and we want value for our investment, but we also want um, to invest in a company, we want to support a company um, which has a purpose. And, and when I mean purpose, I'm, I'm looking at um, going back to the sustainability angle of things. So how does that company that you are investing in contribute to the wider society? What is its the impact? SM, exactly. exactly. People so talk so much about the climate change and they forget that there's actually a social impact and exactly. also that none of it would be possible without good governance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so this is where the investors, so when you look at it from a, if you're sticking to the stakeholders for a second, you've got the investors who are looking at companies with a purpose. You've got your banks which because of their own obligations to the ECB, which is again driving the same initiative, um, they've got their own pressures to invest in or provide loans to companies which are uh, looking into greener agendas, right? So their, their portfolio, their, their loan book needs to be sort of swaying towards the green as opposed to the brown. So you have the pressures over there. Um, and then from a consumer perspective, you have consumers who are becoming increasingly sensitive to the fact that they want to buy a car that has um, you know, a lot of sustainable um, or re- recycled materials within it. They want uh, to buy a pair of shoes that are made out of recycled bottles. They want to buy you know, uh, clothes which are now made out of some sustainable yarn. So, so there's a lot of that. In, in sustain, and grown and collected in sustainable ways as well. Absolutely. Again, for the, the, exactly. the S in uh, ESG, which is something which we probably never used to think about before, you know. Absolutely. So, so the, this, is where, you know, this is where it's important. But it took a long time to actually come up with this taxonomy for everyone to actually agree on what is green and what isn't, what percentage of green makes you green, etc. Yes, mean, the, and that's, that's, a really, of, yeah. that's a really interesting topic to touch mm. upon. Um, and the truth about it is that we haven't yet landed. So it's an extremely complex, you know, um, multifaceted topic to be discussing. Because if you were, again, discussing anything to do with the financial um, sector of your company or counting function, for example, or your production line, um, you're going to deal with either one or the other. In this case, when you talk about sustainability within an organization, what makes me green? What percentage of me makes, you know, what do I need to change to make me green? Um, it, it all of a sudden touches on 
all the operations of the organization from top to bottom. So you're looking at your, your HR functions, you're looking at your operations, you're looking at how you report, you're looking at how you collect the data, you're looking at who you buy from. So, so the topic in itself is extremely vast. Um, this is the second time you've used the word data. How important mm. is data? Yes. And how do we make sure that the data is even credible? Yeah. So, so I think one of the important things that the CSRD does, which is a precursor to the Non-Financial Disclosure uh, Directive, um, the NFDR, NFRD, excuse me. Um, so what, what it does here, as opposed to the previous, is that it requires a company to have the information that it is producing and making public audited. Now, it's going to start off, to be fair, with a limited assurance engagement, which will and then increase to a, a reasonable assurance engagement for the auditors in the room. Um, but going back to the data, um, it's absolutely imperative that that information that is being gathered is being held in a way that is credible and that there's an audit trail to the information that's being received. So I'll give you an example. I have many conversations with clients who say, you know, we're picking up all the information about our miles and, and our air miles and this, that and the other. But they're doing it in Excel spreadsheets, for example. So, so how is that? How, you, how do you compare that to your accounting function where you have a four I principles, you've got your accounting function, which has um, a software which, you know, has audit trails and any inputting cannot be removed, you know. So the, the, I like to call it the governance of data. So it's not just about the data itself and gathering that data, but and then it's about the policies and procedures, the four I principle, you know, uh, uh, concepts in order to make sure that that data is verifiable internally and externally eventually by auditor. Very interesting. Michael, one of the, the issues with uh, sustainability is that it's, it seems to be a bit of a moving target. Um, is there like a, a level that you need to reach or does it matter where you started from? Um, so I think I absolutely agree with you that it is a journey. Um, I think the, the landscape that we're talking about is, is completely new and is morphing itself as we go through, um, as we go through the years. Um, and the reason for that is because the European Union is, is, is doing something, you know, something new. And you have, you have various stakeholder groups at the European level who are sort of trying to find that balance. So I would say that um, whilst it is a journey, it's important that, and, and it is a journey which isn't not, it hasn't yet landed, you know, on, on what the final product is going to be. You may have some companies saying, you know what, let me wait for the final product, let me wait it out, and then I will invest and I'll do the changes further down the line. I think that, in my view, is not the right thing to do. Because in the meantime, as we we're talking about before, your, your banks are changing their aptitude to investment, your stakeholders are, are, are looking at, your investors are looking at different types of investments, and your customers are being more climatized to sustainable products. So waiting for the legislation to sort of, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's might not necessarily be the right thing to do, and it probably makes more sense to at least get going on your journey and have your strategy. So basically, your message is a very strong act now. Don't procrastinate because it's going to get harder, Absolutely. not easier. Absolutely. Um, and does it matter where you actually start? Let's say, for example, you're a company that has really terrible um, ESG credentials at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, is it important to actually sort of establish where you are now so that you can then 
measure your own progress? Yes. So I think, I think ironically, um, so in many situations, um, so here we're talking about, just to contextualize uh, the point, we're talking about sort of finding out what your baseline GHG or greenhouse gas spend is. Now, typically, um, when people report, right, the, the, um, they would want to first improve on their situation. So they, if, it's, if it's their profitability, if it's their revenue, they don't want to necessarily report on the, the worst case scenario, but they would want to wait and officialize the best case scenario. In this case, it's important for companies to um, identify their baseline, so their worst case scenario when it comes to your greenhouse gas spend, so that from there you can build a strategy to reduce that. So importantly, organizations need to look at um, their, the, 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 um, their, their spend on, on you know, their, all their flights, their operations. They need to look at it as, for today, what am I doing? You know, today, what is my current operational uh, approach? What um, technologies am I using? Now, if they're old, that's fine because your intention is that you want to change them. But let's measure what is being consumed today using your old um, air conditioning use units, using your old property that you're in. Maybe you're going to move to a, new, to a new block, but in the meantime, you're apparently where you are, right? So let's identify the, the greenhouse gas spend of your organization today and then look at recalibrating that and, 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 and calculating that in maybe two, three years' time. And from today to three years' time, you will see a significant reduction in your GAG spend. Why? Because in the meantime, you are investing in changing your organization, in making it greener. And that's why it's absolutely important to act now. And if anything, if at all, it's to, it's to check and to calculate your, your baseline uh, GHG spend. I think we should get back together in a couple of years' time and see how it has all worked out. Michael, thank you very much for being with us. Thank you very much. That's all for today. Subscribe now to the FinTalks and follow Finance Malta on all social media platforms to stay updated with all our activities. Till the next podcast.